Hello there, what it do, how are you, and welcome to episode 31 of Above the Nest with Rachel, brought to you by SB Nation and Bleeding Green Nation. It's a great day to talk football. That is Eagles football, of course, and I'm your host, Rachel Prevet, getting you hip very quick to what's happening. The Philadelphia Eagles are now 2-5 after coming up short week 7 against the Las Vegas Raiders 33-22. Jalen Hurts completed 18 of 34 passes for 236 yards with two touchdowns. So yes, another disappointing performance by Jalen Hurts in the Philadelphia Eagles. Of course, Jalen Hurts is going to be the one to blame because he is the leader of this team and he has not been consistently accurate. We also haven't seen him making tremendous strides when it comes to his decision making and his pocket presence. And so, yeah, it's frustrating. I get it because on top of him not being the franchise QB that we want him to be just yet because he's still developing, he's still making those mistakes. The Eagles are still losing and nobody wants to lose. I mean, it's embarrassing. It's depressing. It's frustrating. It's sad. It doesn't get any better because the Eagles are now without running back Miles Sanders, who suffered an ankle slash foot injury against the Raiders. It was like just when the Eagles started to give us just a little bit, you know, they started running the ball. We started seeing Miles Sanders get carries in that game against the Raiders, and now he's out with an injury. He's been placed on the Eagles injured reserve list, which means that He'll be officially unable to play in the team's next three games. He will be eligible to be activated for week 11 against the New Orleans Saints, and that's at the earliest. So now, the running backs remaining on the Eagles roster are Kenny Gainwell and Boston Scott, and the Eagles will likely bump up Jordan Howard from the practice squad. Early on Friday morning, Miles Sanders did tweet out, Philly, I love y'all. I'll be back. You know, it's never good to see anybody get injured that's definitely something that we hate to see so we're gonna hope and pray for a speedy recovery when it comes to Miles Sanders so that he can be back you know because we definitely need him when it comes to Derek Carr he's been performing at an extremely high level these past two weeks ever since everything went down with John Gruden and the Raiders not only was he confident in the performance in the performance against the Eagles, but he was also accurate, even without tight end Darren Waller. Carr completed 31 of 34 passes for 323 yards, had two touchdowns, and threw an interception. And now on to some Eagles roster moves. On Monday evening, the Eagles claimed quarterback Reed Sinet off waivers from the Dolphins and released long snapper Rick Lovato. Rick Lovato was then re-signed to the roster on Tuesday evening. Sinet will join Jalen Hurts and Gardner Minshew in the Eagles QB room or QB factory. What should you know about Reed Sinet? He's 24 years old. He played college football at San Diego before signing with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers as a rookie free agent following the 2020 NFL draft. After he was cut by the Bucs, he then ended up on the Dolphins. But they recently decided to waive him with Tua Tungavailoa returning from the injured reserve. Sinet doesn't have a lot of NFL experience. It's actually limited to 53 preseason dropbacks. He completed 66.7% of his attempts for 401 yards, 
three touchdowns, one interception, and a 107.7 passer rating back in the summer. I know that you guys heard me mention that currently in the Eagles quarterback room, there's only Jalen Hurts, Gardner Minshew, and Reed Sinet. That's because the Eagles traded Joe Flacco to the New York Jets. According to NFL Network insider Ian Rappaport, the Jets sent Philadelphia a 2022 six-round draft pick that can become a fifth-round draft pick based on playing time. So this will be Joe Flacco's second time with the Jets. He did play their last season, and he only saw action in five games. Joe Flacco will be a veteran QB backup presence for the Jets because rookie QB Zach Wilson is expected to be out for the next two weeks with a PCL sprain in his right knee. The Jets will determine on Saturday if Zach Wilson will be placed on IR, and if he is placed on IR, that will mean that he'll be out for a minimum of three games. Since Joe Flacco is fairly new to the roster and still learning the playbook, most likely he's not going to play on Sunday, so that leaves the Jets with backup QB Mike White. All right, so I'm really excited because I tried to switch things up for y'all this week just because. Why not? I reached out to Detroit Lions beat reporter for M Live, Benjamin Raven, and I just asked him about his overall thoughts on the Detroit Lions and what we should know as the Eagles get ready to face them on Sunday. And this is exactly what he told me. The Detroit Lions, uh, you know, we knew they were coming into a rebuilding year this year. Uh, maybe 0-7 isn't what we were exactly expecting, but um, the winless Lions, the last remaining team in the NFL without a win, um, it's been brutal on offense. The passing attack has been one of, if not the most conservative in the league. The wide receivers are producing barely anything. You know, TJ Hawkinson and DeAndre Swift lead this team's offense. Swift leads it passing and rushing with some help with uh, Jamal Williams on the ground. Well, Hawkinson and Swift are far and away the team's top pass catchers. So that's just uh, the overall thoughts. The offense is bad. The defense has taken some steps in the right direction. There's a lot of young pieces everywhere. Some of the team's key players are hurt. So it is a wacky, wacky year. We knew this was going to be a tough one coming in for the Lions. But, um, eh, you know, there's been some good moments. There's been some bad. But there's been a whole lot more ugly for sure. And uh, the weakness right now for the Lions, I think, um, you know, it's wide receiver. It's the passing attack. It's their banged-up offensive line. It's their banged-up secondary. I mean, this was already a team that was starting two undrafted rookies last week, and now one of those undrafted rookies, A.J. Parker, might be forced to miss some time. You know, he's day-to-day, it sounds like. They thought he was going to be down for a while, but it sounds like it's not as bad as the team thought. But still, we're talking about an undrafted rookie, so uh, it's been Jerry Jacobs and A.J. Parker, the two undrafted rookies playing for the Lions. That That's a weakness. As Jerry Jacobs has had some bright spots without question, but it's pretty easy to pick on two undrafted rookies at corner with not much depth behind them, with Jeff Okuda and Ifatu Melifanyu out for the season. It's hard to deem any game as a winnable game for the Lions, but this certainly looks like a winnable game when looking at the rest of the schedule. You know, it's a first-year coach in Philadelphia. It's a young quarterback in his first season as a full-time starter. So there are things to, to, to think positively for the Lions' chances there. You know, Miles Sanders is banged up, and the Lions have been a little better against the run, but... um you know, the Eagles have that Darius Slay guy that the Lions are sure wishing they still had right now playing some of the best football of his career. I have a hard time seeing how the Lions are going to score points. I have a hard time seeing how the Lions are going to score points every week. So that answer goes across the board. But yeah, in terms of the rest of the schedule, this is a winnable game. But I'm still not going to sit here and predict the Lions to win this by any means.
A very special thanks to Benjamin Raven for taking the time. I truly, truly appreciate it. And the Eagles released their final injury report on Friday afternoon. Two players were ruled out, running back Miles Sanders, like I mentioned, and rookie cornerback Zach McPherson with a hamstring injury. Safety Anthony Harris was ruled doubtful, so that leaves Rodney McLeod and Marcus Epps. And also the team could look to elevate Elijah Riley from the practice squad and possibly Kayvon Wallace from injured reserve. One player was ruled questionable, J.J. Ortega-Whiteside and Devontae Smith, Javon Hargrave, Landon Dickerson, and Ryan Kerrigan, who all missed practice time this week and were listed without game statuses, are all expected to play on Sunday. The Detroit Lions ruled five players questionable. They are cornerback Jerry Jacobs, cornerback A.J. Parker, outside linebacker Trey Flowers, running back DeAndre Swift, and running back Jamal Williams. But that is going to be a wrap on episode 31 of Above the Nest with Rachel. Like always, don't forget to tap into all of the amazing BGN content on the feed, including the new Babes on Broad episode, and there's also a new BGN radio. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter, and you might as well stop what you're doing and subscribe to our YouTube channel as well. Like I mentioned, the Eagles faced the winless Detroit Lions week eight. That game will take place on Halloween, Sunday, October 31st at 1 p.m. And immediately after, we will have the BGN Instant Reaction Show with Jess and Aton. So make sure you guys interact with us on there. Leave your three-word reactions. Leave a comment. Leave a question because it really makes us happy. And you want to make us happy, right? <laughs> but as always... Thank you for listening. We are so grateful for all of you gentle, loyal listeners. So don't you ever forget it. Have a wonderful weekend and we out. B-G-N.